Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Oscar Watch Podcast. My name is Stephen Buja. Thank you so much for listening in. Joining me tonight is the I one and only oh, Alex Riviel. You jumped, man. You jumped. Oh, I, just, you're, I, like, you're, I fucked this it up. It was the triumphant return of just the two of us. Yeah. I'm going to have the song playing, but no, no, you ruined it. You ruined it. But no, anyways, Alex, it's... Um, <laughs> You were you were gone. You were lost in the you were lost in the cold for a little bit. You came back mm. last week, but now we're just getting back down to what made Oscar watch Oscar watch. That's you and me. And uh, this week, Alex, what are we talking about? We're talking about the Broadway Melody, number oh. two, uh, the yeah. second best picture nominee uh, winner ever made. Yeah, <laughs> Sec- it was uh, nineteen twenty nine, folks. Uh, that yes. was. You know what? That you know, I remember that year very well. How about you, Alex? Do you remember that? Remember that year? Yeah, a little before my time. You're old. I'm, I'm old. Yeah, I'm a little. I'm a little gray in the temple there and whatnot. But yeah, it will be a. Uh, this is our first musical. It's mm-hmm. certainly the oldest film. There will only be one other older film, and that is <laughs> Wings. Mm-hmm. So this will be. This is going to be a very interesting conversation. I don't know if it's going to be a long conversation. I yeah. think it will be a. Just an intriguing one, considering how far we have come in the wait, wait for it, eighty-seven years since uh, this movie first came out. Movies have changed a lot, wouldn't you yeah. say? Uh, yeah, this is when they were just kind of figuring out the whole format. It really, really is. They, they, they. It, it is pretty much just a musical on film with a little, you know, they're, they're starting to figure out what to do with the camera, what to do with the people, you know, how to act. It's, it's, uh, this is the first, uh, talkie that won too. So, uh, yeah. this is another thing they were figuring out. How the hell do you use sound? Um, and weirdly enough though, this was actually released as a silent film too. There was a silent version of this made, which I can't even understand because it's a musical. <laughs> how does that work? I can see the story itself working, and we'll and we'll get into that, the, yeah. l- ladies and gentlemen. The format will be a, a bit different due to the, just the old, extremely old nature of this uh, this movie. I can I can see the format working, mm-hmm. but the music I feel like was such a yeah. big draw yeah. of this. Yeah, it's uh, a good portion of it too. It's like it's at yeah. least third of the film is is music, right? It, it's, it, you know, on, honestly, I was, I was like when the when they first played the song, I was like, "This is actually not a bad song." I, uh, I, I enjoy this. I enjoy this. I enjoy the titular song in this movie. But yeah, but uh, but on that, a lot of a lot of films that were uh, once silent films did they did get remade into talkies. Um, mm-hmm. Ben Hur, I think, was a big one. They remade Scarface. It's like. A million times. I think it was original, just on and on, just because I think that was just a great way. I like it was honestly like today. It's like okay, well, people remember this as, uh, you know, remember this movie from the eighties. So we're gonna we're gonna bring it, we're gonna update it. And now it's right. well, people remember this movie from fifteen years ago that was silent, but now we have this new thing called sound, yeah. and we're gonna. It's definitely not a new thing. All this stuff going on, you know, this is a rejiggering the uh, the film and putting it out again a couple of years later. Uh, this has been going on since the beginning. Yeah, and it even happened with this movie. Uh, the, so it was, this was the Broadway melody, but it was mm-hmm. often, sometimes been referred to as the Broadway melody of nineteen twenty nine because. Mm-hmm. I believe Alex, you have a list of movies that were oh yeah, there were three sequels. Three sequels. Well, they, they weren't direct. Uh, they they didn't have the same cast or anything like that. I don't. Oh, they all oh, at least. Oh no, no. Actually, I'm sorry. They had a couple of a uh, couple of actors were 
playing different roles, but they, it was the same story. It was the same thing about uh, which which we didn't get to the story. The story is about kind of a like group of people putting on a musical, and I guess that's pretty much the only story. And it's about yeah. love and and and, uh, and weird. Weird gender I'm, politics of so weird, <laughs> so awkward. Oh my yeah. god, it's uh, okay. but yeah, there there were three other ones. There was uh in thirty six, thirty eight, and forty, which all oh, they're all called Broadway Melody of nineteen thirty six, Broadway Melody of nineteen thirty eight. It was a huge, huge hit. It was uh in twenty nine was the biggest uh the biggest film of the year, which I mean it probably wasn't that big of a right. year considering what well, was going on in the yes, country. Yes. Um, Broadway Melody was released in February of 1929. In October of 1929, the bottom fell out of basically the world, and um, I'm sure nobody was singing. That was uh, what Black Tuesday. That was a stock market crash that led the you know the country and the entire world into the Great Depression and later on World War II and blah 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 blah. Yeah, so, but it, it did manage to pull in its a profit of 1.6 million, which is kind of staggering to think about. In 1929 dollars. Yeah, nice. Did you do you have a conversion on that? I don't. But yeah, it's probably probably quite. It's probably quite successful. It was also probably very successful on account of the fact that this was, this is MGM's Metro Goldwyn Mayer's first musical film. Like this was the first. Mm -hmm. This was like the first one to make it to the you know to the screen. So you like people have literally never seen something like this before yeah. and i like alex i actually wrote this down in my notes when was the last time you saw a movie that like none like nothing in it had ever been do, you know done before <laughs> do we do we have oh, that God. nowadays uh no i mean even the most original film now is, has has pieces i don't think there isn't anything that hasn't been influenced by what came before so yeah no there's there, i can't think of a single thing uh yeah, no i mean the most no. no no everything is taken from everything else i mean you know it's uh Right. That's how you make film. That's how you make better films too. You expand, yeah. you know, you, shoulders you, of giants and all that. Exactly. Um, exactly. You learn. You learn from past, and you know. I mean, people have learned from the past because I, uh, you know, as a musical goes, not a, not a big fan of this one. I don't know if you know this, Steve, but uh, you know, me being the uh, the horror nerd that I am, <laughs> I I love musicals. <laughs> I really? love, like. I am obs- I, I love. I, I love Moulin Rouge. Oh I love. I, I like. Yeah. No, dude. This. Uh, my. I wouldn't say dark secret. I love. I'm, no, I have Stinging in the Rain and Blu-ray. I, you know, I watch it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, no, I love musicals. There's something about them. They're just so like pure, full of emotion. That it's something I like about them. It just, you know, it's kind of like how silly they are. Yeah. Um, but you know, as as far as I don't think this is a very good one. Uh, I think it might have worked better as as kind of a. You know, just a straight play or a musical uh, in in a you know if you go to go to see it kind of thing as a film itself because they the, the whole it's well can we let's talk about the story I guess a little okay, bit. let's get yeah. into uh do uh do uh, you want to do this or should I yeah you want to do it yeah okay, I'll do it okay. all right uh, okay. so the Broadway melody is about two sisters from Pennsylvania who come to New York City as a sister act that they want to sing on Broadway. They meet up with a contact of the older sister, whose name is Hank, who's played by Bessie Love. The contact is Eddie. He is a songwriter of some kind for some – he's like a copy guy or something like that. And uh, lots of – he has a song. Lots of sexual politics come into play. He is 
kind of dating the older sister, but really starts liking the younger sister. Hey, no, he's, he's in, he gets engaged to her. Yeah, he gets engaged. <laughs> he's not kind of dating. He gets, he gets, he engaged, gets engaged to her. Gets and engaged then her. her little sister comes in and he's like, whoa, I yeah. made the wrong choice. Absolutely. Basically. Like and pretty blatantly, too. It's not even it's, like, a, you know. And everyone's okay with it. It's weird, but... Um, <laughs> then, you know, the sisters, they start rising, you know, their fame, fame, their star keeps rising and their, you know, tensions form between them because, you know, the older sister's looking out for the younger sister, doesn't want her dating these men. And, uh, it's, it's a very simple and I guess classic tale of, uh, city living and what happens in, you know, behind the, behind the curtain, the theater life. Uh, it, it, it's it's fine. It's simple. It's actually structured fairly well, I think. Yeah. But looking at it almost ninety years later, it uh, it has some problems, and I I do not think it stands the test of time. And it certainly would not ever be made in the way that it is. It was made uh, then as it would be now. Yes, that's what I meant to say. Um, <laughs> Oh yeah, it's, the, uh, yeah. And uh, people, people love. I mean, it, it got like amazing reviews. I was reading this Variety review. Here it is. I wrote it down. Uh, has everything a silent picture? I must have been talking about the silent version. A silent picture should have outside of its dialogue a basic story with some sense to it, action, excellent direction, laughs, a tear, a couple of great performances, and plenty of sex. <laughs> and I, which I find kind of amazing because like the fact that you know a basic story with some sense to it is like a plus. Uh, that's a uh, you know I guess I, I guess we I mean, we give I mean, that... isn't that what we give like <laughs> at, like action movies these days like well the story right, was basic right. but basic. you know it was fine yeah so. yeah exactly that's like a summer blockbuster thing you yeah. say yeah yeah it, whatever it had actors in it that were doing things yeah. it was it was shot on film there was uh, a camera the... yeah <laughs> <laughs> and the, the plenty of sex thing kind of funny too because this is a pre code film so there actually is I mean there's not explicit sex obviously there's no nudity or anything like that but there's a lot of women in their underwear which is you know fairly shocking when you watch an old film yeah there was, uh, I don't know. yeah there was one of the sisters the younger sister Anita Page uh, mm-hmm. who was Queenie her character name yes a great name she was like in a she was in the bath at one time and like you see bare shoulders and like a little bit of the chest like the top of the chest mm-hmm. you're like oh my god like in 1929 this would have been yeah. just mind-blowing like i would have gone to the movies a dozen times to see that because what the fuck so else this would have been your titanic do? oh absolutely <laughs> oh my god titanic i can't wait to talk about that one <laughs> but yeah. uh, but it, it 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 calls the fact that you know because this is so early and like movies have been around for like 20 oh, like maybe two and a half decades by this point but we're just getting oh, into this the point, set yeah. Or right. Maybe you know, it was great train robbery it was nineteen oh something or other. So it's something been around like but not like everywhere yet. And so they think too, like nobody really, you know, everyone's kinda nobody really knew what they were doing. Exactly. I don't feel like and they, and they were point. and they were they were figuring out, and this is just yeah. another step in figuring it out. So we're seeing the formation of yeah. modern films. You can you I you can trace a line from all the musicals that were yeah. successful, My Fair Lady, and, and, and like everything from the 30s, 40s, 50s, and so on and so forth, like kind of back to this movie. Now, that doesn't make this movie a particularly great movie or you know worthy and perhaps even worthy of the moniker Best Picture, but it's so, it's so raw, it's such a proto-film that they're just 
playing around with all the elements and they're just seeing what works and it it does work in a lot of ways and it certainly doesn't work in many other ways but that's because we've been you know Alex you and I have been so brought up with you know how right. movies are made and just like the you know shot techniques and editing and uh, all this stuff that and we've seen all the films that have been influenced by this all this, all the films that built on this you know so it's it, it's it's always hard you know i mean it's it's the same thing when we talk to you know younger kids who watch movies that we loved as as uh, as children or you know even like even older classics so, you know you try to get someone to watch an older classic film and they're like well i don't understand what's the big deal about you know this thing and like you know, not understanding how influential it is, and not realizing how how you know that that film is permeate is is be still being distilled and and used in films to this date. So you know, in that in that respect, yeah, I mean, it it it's definitely an influential film. I mean, it's it's uh uh. I mean, I feel I do I do feel like you can see a lot of the kind of the roots of uh future musicals in this. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, like. Well, like as you said, I don't know. I, as a film itself, I, it's kind of boring. It's kind of <laughs> oh, the characters are just just awful. Some of them, like just oh, the, all all of oh, all the guys. Every single man in this car- in this movie is just they're just creeps and terribles. Yeah. It's it's definitely it's it's a movie you show your daughters when they're trying to rebel and be like, you're not going to New York City because this is what's going to happen. You're gonna, there's terrible men. And it's gonna end up badly for at least one of you. I'm sure maybe you get engaged, but that won't end and have you. It's it's one of those. It could be almost a hysterical like paranoia film. It's, uh, it's yeah. It's so so so, uh, so definitely show it to uh, to your daughters. Uh, no, my daughters gonna be strong enough. They'll be able to handle their own. Yeah. Their own. <laughs> their They're own gonna stuff. watch a Nightmare on Elm Street if they haven't already. And, <laughs> <laughs> What's Toy Story three today? Which might be more terrifying than that's I'm that, sure. that is a scary ass movie. Right? That ending like, is, is oh it's my gosh. absolutely horrifying. And did, where they they all just basically uh, say okay, they all just accept their deaths and hold hands, and you're like, holy crap! <laughs> I just I'm watching a bunch of toys just just ex- like about to go to their demise. Oh, and, uh, it, but it's a horrible movie. I hate that movie. <laughs> Toy Story 3? I hate it. I hate Toy Story 3. I don't know how we got to this now. Sorry. I don't don't know. But we are going to take a short break. And when we come (laughs) back, we're going to talk about the the year 1929 and the Oscars. So do stick around, people. Broadway is dark tonight. A little bit weaker than you used to be. Broadway is dark tonight. See the young man sitting in the old man's bar. And welcome back to the podcast. We are talking the Broadway melody. And 1929 was certainly a year of movies. They did come out. Alex, uh, do you know the story behind the 19 the sorry the 1930 Oscars that celebrated the movies of 1929? Do you have any information for me on that one? As far as what was. And what was what was, no, uh, what was nominated? What was ha- what oh, happened? Yeah. Et cetera, things like that. I don't really know too much. No, I don't know the history, but I do have a list of the the movies that were nominated. Uh, unfortunately, I don't know any of them. Uh, I'll admit it. I am woefully uh, ignorant in my knowledge of a uh, 1929 films. I, I have not seen a what? single. I haven't seen, <laughs> seen or heard a single one of these. There's okay. Alibi. Okay. By Roland West. Uh-huh. There's the Hollywood Review of 1929 showing that. Uh, 
those musical comedies. They, they right. loved Which, them that year. It was also th- this was also produced by Irving Irving Thalberg, who mm-hmm. is known for a the award the you know Lifetime Achievement Award at the Oscars, but also produced the Broadway Melody. And I do know the Hollywood Review is basically just it's a bunch of people singing they're like mm. we don't need a plot because we have sound and it's like 3d you're gonna come for the 3d because it's new and crazy yeah that's that one actually has uh lauren hardy show up in it because they, oh. they were around it uh, like doing a routine but yeah i guess i guess that movie is just basically uh you know just just routine it's just like you know people doing comedy music uh, you know back right. and forth it's a vaudeville uh, act, basically, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But it's got, it actually does have a lot of people that I was surprised. It's got, like, Buster Keaton and Lionel Barrymore, all these people oh, uh, doing yeah. doing performances, yeah. Um, what else was there? Oh, there's old, In Old Arizona. I feel, uh, like that's a, I feel like that's a Western. Yeah, it's a Western. That's a, another, uh, yeah, another Western. No no music in that, I don't believe. Oh, I am wrong. In Old Arizona contributed to creating the image of the singing cowboy. Oh! <laughs> so there you go. There's, Man, there's a singing people here. loved the musicals back then. They're all singing, and there was also the Patriot. Uh, Probably not the. Was it like the Mel Gibson? I don't think there are any. Yeah, no, no, no cannonballs taking people's heads off. Wow. Or uh, no, it's about uh, 18th century Russia. Oh, that sounds. Oh yeah, that sounds very, it sounds paper. very very dramatic. So I mean, we can't. I like. I feel like we can't even speculate on no, does this, the quality. Does Broadway Melody deserve this? The fuck if I know. Have no, you, like, I, well, one thing I would say is no, because is the the Coconuts uh, came out that year. That's the one movie that I know from that year. Is the Marx Brothers classic first oh, okay. feature length. Well, I mean, you're not up, the best one, but it's still like I mean, I take any Marx Brothers yeah, over this. You're putting, if, you're, if you're putting the Marx Brothers, like they're gonna win over. <laughs> over oh, they have music too. They always have the musical interludes too. Oh, Harpo yeah, is always going to find a harp somewhere. He's going to always like you know, run across a you know because harps must have been in every other room back then. He's just he's wandering and just stumbling over harps left and right and um, <laughs> playing them. And um, no, but yeah, it does. I mean it's got it's got quite a bit of music too. I think all those you know now I think about it, all those like Lauren Hardy, all those old classic things. They always have the musical interlude. It's I, I feel like it's it's really that kind of um, it's probably come for the vaudeville days where they did oh, have definitely. the different acts comedy the music they, they didn't know how to separate the two and they didn't i guess they didn't see a reason to work so well yeah but um, yo, you know, laurel and hardy martin and you know, mark's brothers if it ain't broke don't fix it yeah yeah yes. <laughs> but absolutely uh those are the those are the nominees um fun facts about some facts about the uh the oscars these was so this was the 1928-29 oscars it was for a period of about 11 months between 19 between the like the middle of summer 1928 and like the middle of summer 1929 yeah so they didn't have also, everything yeah, down so, yet yeah, so, uh, so obviously that's weird but then the awards took place nine months after that so there were actually two oscar ceremonies in 1930 one for this 1929 and another for the 1929 1930 in which case they finally you know sectioned it off so it's just you know, we do the do the year, and then a couple months later, we do that. And like even then, you know, back in the day, I don't you, like you guys might even remember this. Like the Academy Awards took place for like in March, at the very end of March, for the longest time, long after all the other award shows by a significant margin. And uh, this is probably where that came from. Starting starting to do that. Um, Broadway Melody won only one award. 
Best Picture. It was nominated for Best Director, Harry Beaumont, who had done a lot of silent film work, and Best Actress, Bessie Love, who played the older sister, Hank. Uh, And this was the first and only time that no movie won more than one Oscar. So out of all of these, like everybody, everybody got one. <laughs> and it just so happened to be a Broadway Melody won the best picture. Uh, the Broadway Melody is not is one of three films to have only one best picture and nothing else. Uh, the other ones are Mutiny on the Bounty, Bounty and I believe Grand Hotel, both of which are in the 30s. And uh, I think I have some other fun facts here, but let me just check. And I think I am tapped out. And the, <laughs> yeah, that's that's all. That's now all you I break got. it to music. You got to break it to music. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. we just you know, just play the Broadway melody. <laughs> they play that song a lot. I feel like most they people do don't, even, don't even play that. Play their main song that much, right? By yeah. the by the way, qu- uh, question for you, Alex. Mm-hmm. The Anita Page and Bessie Love. Mm-hmm. I don't. I didn't like. Th- I didn't like their versions of the song. I didn't like them singing. They were not. Really? I, I do not think they were good. Singers. You would not have given them the job, much I, like. Uh, I understand their person. sex appeal. They were yeah. extremely attractive women, just both of them. But I liked Eddie's versions. I like. I just liked Eddie singing. I like. I like. Okay, Eddie, you're a, you're a jackass, yeah. but you are. Oh, he's the worst. Oh, he's totally. He's basically. He's a prototype MRA. <laughs> he's, he's he's terrible. No, no, he's really bad. The 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 the, the quote that I wrote down for when he. Uh, so yeah, this is a guy who who's you know with the older sister Hank, and and then you know sees Queenie and instantly falls in love with her, and and literally chases her around, uh, trying trying to get in her pants, and um, and at one point grabs her and he says, "Whether you like me or hate me, you're going to pay attention to me." <laughs> and that's like no the epitome I'm a... of that kind of. I'm a nice guy. <laughs> I'm a nice guy. I, I don't get it why women don't like you know kind of thing. That's just like oh, so typical of that. Oh, um, so and and but you know but she does fall in love with him because she feels it too even though he's he's pretty but, terrible. She's but and, that's and she's a, with the guy at that point too. So yeah, he goes she's with, to like with a guy fight named, him with a guy named Jacques. Like oh, of course you're yeah. the you're the jackass. And the <laughs> I just I am thinking of all of the think pieces on Jezebel oh, God. that would be written about this movie because all right yeah. uh, there's a scene where. They're doing the uh, dress rehearsal for the show, and uh, there's this ship with all these like sirens, like Roman sirens around. So the women in like you know seashell bikinis and flippers and stuff like that. And the there's a big ship, and the woman on the on the bow of it, the the maidenhead, she like collapses. And due to whatever circumstances, Queenie is picked next to be. The woman on the woman on the woman on the bow, on the as the as the main head, and literally she does nothing <laughs> but stand there, look pretty, and everyone loses their mind as if they have never seen a beautiful girl before. I was like, oh 
My. It's true. They, they all come running to her after the performance. Yeah, They'll they, come running yeah. up to her like, that was amazing. You standing there was the best thing I've ever seen in my life. There's like people that were actually singing and displaying talent, and she's the one that they single out. It's, it's, and like, even the, even the other women and the stage managers are like, oh, you're going to be getting some calls tonight. There are going to be people at that door. And like, I might be one of them. Ho, ho. Like, she's just, yeah. she's just a pretty girl. There are just, like, I walked out into New York City Day, and there are just dozens of beautiful women who have so much talent just walking around. I was like, oh my god, this, this, yeah, this, it's, this it's, fucking movie is it's and like that's that's what the gender politics are like in that it's so girls. The only your only worth in society is how beautiful you are, so you can land a potentially rich husband. That's that's all. That's all it is. And it's but at the same time I'm thinking it's the nineteen twenties. We're at barely first wave feminism. We they got the vote ten years before. But it I and so like how hard can you judge it? Like at the time, sure, this was probably great because you know, you don't get to see a lot of like beautiful women all the time because you're in your hometown and there are only so many you know options around and you know only so many people you see same, same ones every day but here it's like oh there's a beautiful girl but nowadays you're like this just you just make this this is terrible this is uh, patronizing patriarchal yeah. and so misogynistic this entire movie just sort of reeks of this casual don't even think about it misogyny that yeah, they're oh. all they're all very sneaky too. The women they're all very you know they all have God, plots, and in the beginning they're like kind of trying to skip out on the on paying tips by you know being right. cute kind of thing. Uh, you know, it's 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 definitely not easy to sit through today. Oh, definitely um, not. And you know, and the and as stated, the guys aren't any any better because they no, no, everyone's it's, terrible. It's, it's like <laughs> Eddie's double, Eddie's two timing Hank, and 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 like yeah. and, By the way, she's Hank, okay with it I mean, at the end. Yeah, Hank's to, Hank, Hank's okay with it. First, with, with him cheating for, on first, well, not cheating, cheating, but yeah, no, but you know, how can you cheat when you never actually like do but, like, it? Or go, anything? No, no, of I course, don't. yeah, yeah, <laughs> like I'll kiss is like the ultimate, uh, but no, yeah. he, like he, he wants to go like chasing after her to, to save her, uh, to, uh, Queenie to her sister to save her from Jock, who's not really, I mean, he's not any worse than anybody else in that film, to be honest, right? He's just got more money, yeah, that's um. That's a, like, like you're, and, uh, like you're gonna, Eddie, you're gonna save her from the creep, so you can yeah. creep on her yourself. Or and she's like, what is that? And she's like, okay, okay, my fiance, go ahead. I understand you love my, you love my sister. Go for it. And it gives, gives her the whole, you know, right. go ahead, yes, go, totally, go for it. Right, totally fine, totally fine with it. And like, on the one hand, I go, Hank, it's noble, not no, like, <laughs> like good, no, like good for you, just showing something. But at the same time, like this is just fucking terrible. And like, I loved, I, I legitimately loved Hank. I thought she was great. She was handling a lot of stuff. She was just trying to be a big sister. Mm-hmm. But her, oh, and like her only flaw, I think, is being mid to late twenties. Uh, Nita Page at the time was. 19 or tw- she was very very young and she, you know she had been she had, you know in silent she had been a silent film star because she's so damn beautiful and they kind of you know people were still you know a lot of the, a lot of the actors and actresses from the silent film era did not translate over because you sound different like i would be a great silent film actor i don't think i would be a good sound actor because my voice is terrible but that's just me <laughs> um but yeah and so it's just Queenie's main, uh, main, uh, you know, characteristic is she's pretty and you know, kind of 
she's a 20 year old we all like i remember being 20 i was an idiot queenie's kind of an idiot as well and doesn't quite understand the world hank gets it uh and it's it's just um man i I, I can't it's i don't i queenie was just so she was so frustrating and i liked hank so much and hank doesn't hank gets the sort of she gets 30 weeks in peoria or wherever the hell at the end and mm-hmm. that did that didn't feel right I, I i kept thinking hank deserves to win in this she's put up with all this bullshit yeah this yeah. two-timing Just... asshole of a boyfriend slash fiance and <laughs> now the sister gets gets the gets the guy like that's not how comedies romantic comedies are supposed to end <laughs> Yeah. Like maybe they both yeah. get guys or none of them get guys and they just like continue on being sisters and everything's fine. But one of them sh- well, so frustrating. Well, don't forget. I mean, this was really the first. I mean, I think it's considered the first drama uh, slash musical. Like, like I think every other musical was more kind of like the Broadway review where it just was, you know, here's some music. Here's some here's some song, you know, whatever. Just uh, no plot stringing it together. So, I mean, it was it was trend setting in that way. And, and so, you know, obviously a lot of it. Like you know, we're talking about it doesn't work, but um, you know, I feel like uh, they I, they were trying something that hadn't been done before, which is is one of those things. It's like how do you judge a film via you know its influence or or how it holds up today? So yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, what did you think I, of the? Oh, uh, sorry, I'm oh, sorry. sorry. No, no, go for it. I was going to ask, what did you think of the musical numbers themselves, both the look and sound of of them? Did they uh, were they engaging to you at all? No, oh, no. I mean, no. I mean, sometimes, uh, like you know, they needed like a focus puller. <laughs> the whole uh, multiple shots in that movie were out of, out of focus. Um, this is before they had one of those people doing that. Uh, no, no. It's. Uh, I, I mean, not really. I mean, in the beginning, until right until they start doing the the actual musical, most of it's just them standing around, kind of in a room, like looking at each other, pulling up a ukulele once in a while. It's not much, you know. There's no the camera moving or anything like that. Right. Um, it's all pretty simple. The music is, you know, like you said, it's pretty decent, but it's, uh, it's, you know, it's all that kind of a. Uh, how do you guys describe that style? That whole nineteen twenties. Uh, I don't know what the. How do you describe it? I mean, it's kind of theater. It's like almost like theater style. It's just a single, yeah. you know, no, like you're not going to move the camera because you can't because the camera is huge back then. It's right, huge, right. and like especially with the advent of sound, because they, they hadn't. You know, they're still dealing with giant microphones. Right. The cameras are loud. You're going to pick up on that. It's it's a it's an encumbrance. In fact, um, I learned in in film school back when I went that uh, cameramen were actually very mad that sound came around because they were just figuring shit out <laughs> and like how to do like you know focus pulls mm. and dolly shots and all these interesting unique things that nobody had ever seen before. But with mm. the advent of sound, you kind of had to lock everybody to a microphone like i am like i'm right now would be in a pot of flowers or something like that and i'd just be like so right. yeah we're 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 talking in a scene now and isn't that crazy when really you could be doing so much more uh i think they probably would have preferred silent movies because that puts the focus on the visual <laughs> very very much right and they had to figure out the whole style too because there's still that, that kind of typical overacting of that period where they're they're used to emoting with their with their body and their and their motions yeah. versus uh their words so there's still definitely a little overly you know flamboyant if you will like just very uh everything is exaggerated that whole style right um and, and it's oh, oh sorry no no, no keep going I'm sorry oh, I was gonna say, well, uh, speaking of camera this actually there was a sequence in the film that was shot in color which was uh astonishing at the time apparently 
Um, yes. The uh, two color, you know, one of those uh, Technicolor uh, red and green things. But uh. there's no, uh, there's no actually survival surviving prints. There, there's not. Only the black and white has made yeah. it. Which is a damn shame because oh man, we lost so many films. But, yeah, yeah it's, so, just... it's always sad when you start hearing about all these films that have just been lost to time. I'm sure many of the films from 1929 have not made it. Oh yeah, uh, they've either deteriorated like they didn't even like because films were considered such a disposable art. They just destroyed. Right. They just destroyed them. They just destroyed the cell uh, the celluloid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, celluloid. That's the one. Yeah, but I did. <laughs> um, oh, what was I going to say? I did. You know what I really liked at the beginning? Mm-hmm. The very beginning shot. The sh- the New York the New York sky the skyline from a helicopter. I oh, think. Yeah. That would have been amazing in 1929. Like it's shaking because oh, yeah. they're yeah, holding yeah. it, and like, but I think that would have been just thrilling. And it looks, I was going, it's pretty great oh today. Yeah, yeah. It, like it's it's great today. I'm like this looks so different than New York. Yeah, now. like I see New it York. Took me a second, all the I'm like, time. wait a minute, wait a minute. Yeah. Is this New York? Is this that Central Park? The buildings are so yeah, small. I was, I, was like, <laughs> I was like, oh my god, these look so adorable. The, the, you know, it's like the World Trade Center isn't there yet. It's just. It's for another. Fa- it's fascinating. Yeah, another yeah. couple. Another, <laughs> another couple decades. It's just. It's, yeah. uh, it's Broadway Melody is definitely a movie that sort of encapsulate encapsulates a certain time and leads to other things, but it itself is not the. The, yeah, the, the the best thing. You know, I like, I wouldn't recommend seeing it. <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, I feel like you know, it's like one of those things. If you were taking a, a class on this, or you want to definitely want to brush up on your history of of musicals. Uh, yes, I would say you know, if you want to see where it all came from, this is probably a good right. you know good starting point. Definitely, it's a it's uh, a it's a great film. It's a great bit of film history. I think yeah. just because it is the first, it it, it is all that. And but if you're like I don't I say oh, you you only have to see it if you want to be a completist about seeing all the best picture winners like <laughs> we are because that's what we do here. But beyond that, I don't know if we really have. I don't I don't think it is necessary viewing. I don't you know the Broadway melody song itself no. is fine. It's okay. The like I you I really wish like they had Busby Berkeley working just to make some dazzling set pieces because the the dancing numbers were just not at all impressive yeah they're like kind that. of dull even the big even the big moments at the end they were kind of just like even the eh, it's like you know okay they've got the, the, the you know the ladies dancing and stuff like that but there's you know as far as the, the set design and all that stuff it was all kind of bland nothing it too really exciting it, 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 it was but at the same time alex it's 1929 <laughs> Yeah. How like you, how mad can we? It's like being. It's like your. It's like when your grandmother's ninety years old and she's saying racist things. You go, well, I mean, grandma. Shit, it's grandma. Like you can't do that now. But well, that's like who you are. That's what happened back in the day. So. I don't know, saying something mad about the polls. So Broadway like Melody is like your great Reese's grandma. Like that's that's your tag. That, put that on the poster. I'm gonna put that on it Instagram. Says, Talking, the, the, the poster as it is right now it's got a picture of the, the 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 you know the trio and it says talking singing and dancing underneath it dramatic oh my sensation god all three of them all three and then but underneath that definitely it should say like your racist like grandma, your racist grandma. <laughs> I, if i had a racist grandma i'm sure she'd be good at all of those things i feel like we'd be uh we'd be good dancers my, I gotta, my you people. know i should actually ask my grandmother i, my, I have a 94 year old grandmother who uh oh. might have seen this i she she's seen She's one of those people. I was like, she loves films, and she used to have apparently an autograph book of all these author, uh, all these uh, actors from like the oh, the third. Dude, that's awesome. And she lost it at some point, which uh, I was like, oh. 
But like she saw like like Dracula like when it, in its first run, it did things like that. I'm like what? <laughs> just all the, all this all this history. That's awesome. And she still remembers better than I do. Like anything that in my past. Um, but yeah, I didn't think about that. Maybe I should ask her like, <laughs> what what do you think about the Broadway melody? Yeah, I um, would love to hear her opinion on on that. That'd be that, that that'd be fascinating because you know yeah. we're we're losing our connection to that that time period just by people yeah. you know because. We don't live that long, nope. um, but okay. That's so. That's a Broadway melody. Alex, recommend? Yay, nay? No, no, I would not. I don't think it's uh not the worst thing we've seen. I don't think anything's going to be Crash. <laughs> I don't think. I think Crash is still our low bar. We got that I, out of the way real fast. I, I'm glad. I'm glad we did. I'm very glad. Yeah, we did. I, I, I kind of, I kind of wish I we would find one just as bad, but I'm happy that we're not. <laughs> yeah, this is. It's fine. It's not not that memorable. It won Best Picture, sure. A lot of movies have won Best Picture. Go see, like, if you want to... What's what's Sing in the Rain, I would say? Like, Sing in the Rain actually has, like, the whole point, what part where it's talking about the whole silent film era turning into into, uh, sound. And it kind of... There's even a song that's that's used from... I don't know if... You know, I don't know where the song comes from, but there is actually a song that's in Broadway Melody that's in Sing in the Rain. Um, uh, Like a a snippet, uh, like a bit of it, when they're doing some kind of, like, melody. I'm, I'm, uh, I don't know the name of it, um, but uh, yeah, there's there's definitely something I was like it, it jarred my brain. Like, what did that come from? Um, but yeah, no, like something like that where I feel like it kind of gets the era and makes it much more exciting <laughs> than the Broadway <laughs> melody is. You know, I feel like uh, I feel like that's your better better bet. But who knows? Maybe watch Singing in the Rain and be like, what's this old piece of crap? Because <laughs> like but, people, you know. But regardless, you should you should really watch Singing in the Rain. Oh, it's it's, it's fantastic. Amazing film. It's great. One of my favorites. <laughs> okay. So, Alex, you got the dice on you? I do. Uh, yes. Sorry. Okay, I, I, I thought right. the, kids, the kids have been playing with it. They're like, what's this dice? And I, I didn't have the time to explain that I'm doing a well, podcast and I have to roll <laughs> D10s <laughs> to pick the next selection. Okay. But that's, that's what we're doing. We're going to roll these up and see what we get. Let's see if we get another early one. It'd be yeah. kind of crazy. You know, I would like something in the, f- in the 50s or 60s. Oh, uh, I got 43. 43. <gasps> What's that? What's that? that my friend. <gasps> Patton. <is> Patton. Ooh. <laughs> that's one that's one of the ones that, like this is one of the films that I I wanted this is why I enjoy this podcast cuz like this is one of those movies I I saw when I was a teenager. I, you know, didn't appreciate it, but that's because I was probably a stupid kid and I, I really want to see uh how it's aged with and how I've aged with it. So uh I will find cool. I will find four hours to watch this somehow. Yeah, it's a, <laughs> it's a long, long movie, one, but, right? Uh, it's the 1970 Best Picture winner, starring the one and only George C. Scott, who I believe also went on to star in what was it Day of the Dolphin, the one where he unwittingly trained a dolphin to kill the president of the United States. Or something. What? Yep. Wait a minute. Yep, it's a thing. It's a no. Thing. No, I don't remember what, exactly what it's gonna... called, but that is. A oh my thing. god, you're right. Yep. <laughs> Holy crap. Why aren't we talking wow. about that? But we'll, 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 we'll talk <laughs> about But we will talk about Patton instead next week here on Oscar Uh Alex, if people want to get, wait, t- I, I got to see this oh. day of the dolphin. I can't get off of this. <laughs> there's wait, there's dolphins that are trained for political assassination by putting mines on them. Holy crap! Oh, this, is the, this is the greatest movie I've never heard of. Man, the free wheel in seventies. I, I can't. It just... <laughs> <laughs> it was based on a, movie, a book called the, a sentient animal. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> that makes it so much worse. Than blowing up sentient animals. Oh god! Oh, We're talking about ex- dolphins exploding. 
Oh, Change the name of the podcast. Is it too late? I think I think there are enough B movie podcasts out there. <laughs> Point. All right, but okay. So we'll t- we're going to talk Pat next week. Alex, if people want to get in touch with you and talk about Day of the Dolphin, where can they do? <laughs> come come to Twitter, Alex Riviello on Twitter. Uh, we'll uh, e- eagerly talk about any dolphin explosions. <laughs> Absolutely. And ladies and gentlemen, if you want to get in touch with us, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Oscar Watch Pod. Join our Facebook group. We'd love to have you as for a discussion. And you can also email us at oscarwatchpodcast at gmail.com. And until next week, I wish I knew something Patton would say. I forget his whole speech at the beginning. I don't know about uh, Patton, but I'm, I'm swimming with the dolphins. He's, uh, Alex is swimming with the dolphins. <laughs> and we will see you on the battlefield next week. Take care, everybody. Take- we'll see you then. Give my regards to Broadway. Remember me to Herald Square. Tell all the gang at 42nd Street that I will soon be there.